Hey everyone, this is Danny, and you're listening to Imagine Me, the podcast that helps you show up as your best self. And joining me, as always, my co-host, Mr. Don Finklia Jr. Hello, everyone. So we're gonna we're gonna stick with that one. I don't know. I might I might change it, <laughs> um, but I like it. You know, we did the applause the first two seasons. Now we got a little, you know, Let's funky beat. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, all right. As always, let's get the business out of the way. Um, first, I wanted to, you know, just again, congratulate my co-host on opening his new store and his brand. Why don't you remind us again where we can get your products and how we can support you, babe? Um, so hashtag gamers dot com. Uh, it is a work in progress. Um, I've had a very eventful last two months, so yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm working on it by myself. So also, I have a full time job. Mm-hmm. Um, the SAG after strike has ended, so auditions have started up again for me, and I am also pitching a screenplay to producers. So I'm a very busy man. Yeah. Um, but I'm still working on hashtag gamers. Um, and everything that I talked about the last episode is still forthcoming. So, you know, you can support by going to hashtag gamers.com, ordering some merch, go to my Instagram page, hash underscore tag underscore gamers, give us a follow. Um, I'll be posting more content. Uh, and also the Facebook page, hashtag gamers LLC. We also have a TikTok page, hashtag gamers LLC and a Twitch hashtag gamers LLC. So it's a lot and it's a lot for me to be doing by myself. And I'll probably be enlisting our 13 year old to help me with a lot of it (laughs) here soon. (laughs) And I think she'll be pretty excited about that. But yeah, that's pretty much it. She's looking forward to it. Yeah, (laughs) That's all she talks about. When are we doing the podcast? (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, on the Imagine Me side of things, as always, please follow us on all of our social media platforms. Find us and follow us on Facebook at uh, ImagineMeWorthy.422. And then on our Insta, just plain old ImagineMeWorthy. And if you love our content, Again, if you love our content and you are constantly liking and we really appreciate that. We appreciate mm-hmm. the love. Please share the content. If you love our podcast, please tell everyone you know, share. Also, if you're listening to this podcast and this is our third season, if you have yet to subscribe, my friend, why are you waiting? Please subscribe. Whatever platform you're you're on, whether it's follow, subscribe, whatever it is, please do that. Um it will allow Imagine Me to pop up and those have those cool little thumbnails so people can find us quicker. Mm. It also costs you nothing. It costs you nothing <laughs> to support Imagine Me this way. If you are a friend or family member, it costs you nothing to share our content and Absolutely get the word nothing. out. We appreciate it. The listens count, but the subscriptions and the follows count more. And yeah. we definitely appreciate our longtime listeners and definitely appreciate our longtime followers and subscribers. But if you know others who are just simply listening, please ask them to subscribe. Yeah. Don't be a lurker. Don't be a lurker. <laughs> I mean, we appreciate lurkers because I lurk. Yeah, yeah. I'm an introvert. At, so at least I you're getting the content. For sure. For sure. Yeah. But, you know, after about three or four, go ahead and hit that button. Yeah. Yeah. Or you might miss out. Right. When new content right. comes out. Speaking of missing out, check out our webpage, imagine me worthy.me, and go on there and subscribe 
to our mailing and email list. And I mean mailing and email list. (laughs) Um, Some things we will actually snail mail you. We will email you anytime. We are planning on having a pop-up store, merch launches, even some discounts to some of the merch. That only goes to our our, uh, Imagine Me Worthy subscribed family members. So we're switching it up this year. We are asking for anyone who has a, a story that you believe would inspire other Imagine Me listeners. The beauty about Imagine Me, the way it was crafted was for you all to imagine yourselves as your best self, showing up as your best self. And I believe there's no better way than to hear other people from where they come to, from where they've been to where they are now and Mm. how they were able to imagine themselves when they were where, you know, some of you might be right now, or even if you're embarking on a new journey, how did you start and how did you get here? Our listeners want to hear it. I want to hear it. All you have to do is go onto our webpage, imaginemeworthy.me, go to contacts, scroll down, and you'll find that interview interest form. And myself or Maya will be getting right back to you so we can set up that interview. That's it. That's cool. all I got. Yeah. <laughs> all right. By popular request. <laughs> <laughs> By my co-host, you know, you ask and you shall receive. Today we will be talking about unsolicited advice. Unsolicited advice. And if you listen to episode one of this season, you have heard me mention, hey, we should do an episode of unsolicited advice. Here it is. Here it is. I heard. I was listening. (laughs) So before we get it. Let me just say that this is going to be a two-parter because unsolicited advice actually has two parts. We have the, those of us, and I'm going to include myself in this because I know that sometimes I do offer unsolicited advice. Mm -hmm. So the first part is just basically how to avoid giving Mm, unsolicited advice. I, I admit I've been guilty of that as well. I think at some point, all of us have. We have those moments where we really just want to help people. Right. Right. Yeah. And if you have a heart to help, it's hard for you not to offer something. It really is. Yeah. It really is. And then the flip side of that coin, deflecting unsolicited advice. Yeah. Yeah. And I got some advice there, too. (laughs) But this time it's solicited. I want you to bring that. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because I was going to ask. Do you want me to? Definitely. I want that advice. Okay. All right. (laughs) So first, let me just start off, you know, how I come with a little bit of education before we get into the tips of what unsolicited advice actually is. Let me break this down that normally unsolicited advice does not come from a place of malice or harm. Mm, Yeah. And like you were saying earlier, babe, it's just basically... I know these things mm-hmm. and I have a heart to help you. Right. And here is what I know. Right. So let's start off there with just understanding the dynamics okay. of that. Right. You know, basically there are recommendations or guidance to someone without being asked for it. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Nobody asked you, but you're still here with the, hey, I know this thing. Yeah, you're like itching, like, ooh. Yeah. I gotta say something. Gotta say I it. know this. I know this. I have the answer. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and it often occurs when individuals offer their opinions or solutions to someone's problems or situations without actually considering if the advice is even warranted or welcomed. Yeah. You know? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And while the advice comes from a well-intentioned place, it actually can be perceived as intrusive, disrespectful, 
and just kind of you're stepping over my personal boundaries mm-hmm. and in some cases sadly even condescending like what made you think right make you think i did not know right that? wrapping up the definition piece unsolicited advice actually can encompass you know just various aspects of our life uh relationships work health personal matters it spans the gambit of every type of casual conversation you can have to the more complex but it is essential my uh unsolicited advice givers Mm. (laughs) it is essential that you be mindful of when and how you offer this advice yeah it yeah. matters. And in that, ensure that it's always respectful and well-timed and welcomed by the person whom it is being offered. Right, right. People don't vocally have to set boundaries for you to understand that there are boundaries. Exactly. Oh, man, that's a gold nugget right there. Man, I'm going to write that down. <laughs> oh, it'll be in a transcript. <laughs> So I have some tips for you, some things that I have at least tried to put in practice for myself because I will never offer some advice to you all that I'm not willing to follow myself. So the first one is just simply ask permission. And this was a hard thing for me to actually practice when someone would uh, just start talking about a current situation or, you know, something I may have experienced. And it's easy to be like, OMG, me too. And <laughs> this is what I know. Right. So before offering that advice, simply ask the person if they're open to receiving the suggestions. Yeah, for sure. And I think that's the area where I think that I've grown the most in. I don't know if you notice, babe, like mm-hmm. a lot of times in the last few years, I'm like, okay, so do you want to know what I think about exactly, this? Yeah. And I'll, I'll ask. <laughs> yep, same. <laughs> same like if 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 when i am doing this well and i'm not going to say i always do it perfect because again this is always a practice when i am practicing this well first i would acknowledge Mm -hmm. whatever this person is saying i will reflect back what they're saying and then i'll say is this a moment where you are wanting advice right or back to my old favorite favorite how can i support you yeah and if you listen carefully a lot of times people will say well what do you think right what, right. what would you do? Sometimes right. they'll tell you in their own what they want. Right. Yeah. Just listen. This is all about respecting a person's autonomy and their boundaries. Autonomy meaning their right to basically listen to what you have to say at the end of the day. Right. Second thing is practice active listening. So this is a reiteration of what I said as far as instead of jumping in with your advice, listen actively. Mm-hmm. And be empathetic to what the person is saying. Mm -hmm. You may not have experienced exactly what this person has gone through, but I'm willing to bet you can empathize with the feeling they are expressing. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. We don't have to know what it's like to grieve the loss of a pet. Right. To understand what grief is. Exactly. We don't have to understand what it's like to get a failing grade on like, you know, a test or remember. But we remember what it feels like to feel like you failed or or to be faced with disappointment. So empathize with the emotion rather than the situation. And that active listening piece, which we talked about a lot about in the last two seasons, is basically showing genuine interest and understanding in that person's perspective. Mm -hmm. So, you know, wow, that sounds frustrating. Man, that sucks. Yeah. Wow, that's understandable. Yeah. And it's not just, "Mm mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, mm mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> because basically what you're doing is placating the person at that point. Right. Are you really listening? Right, right. <laughs> and part of active listening, too, is being fully present to what that person is saying to you. Yes. And I can say, just from a husband's standpoint, <laughs> this helps a lot in marriages, in partnerships, in relationships. Active listening. It does. Thirdly, and I'm going to keep bringing this up, empathy first, advice second. Mm, Yeah. Okay. And I encounter this a lot because I have an autoimmune disorder. I have a couple autoimmune disorders. They usually travel in packs. And when I am not feeling well, I often get things that really are not helpful for people who have autoimmune disorders. Yeah. Have you drank? Have you drank enough water today? Right. Yeah. No. I, <laughs> uh, yeah, I drink water. You know, just kind of understanding that when a person is, particularly when it's health or just something like lamenting, period, that right. something really sucks, and I'm right. experiencing something really sucky right now. What I don't want to hear is, "Have you tried X, Y, and Z?" A lot of things in life are very complex. And it's not as black and white as as the way we see things, you know? There's a lot of gray area in life. There is. It's so much. Yeah. And WebMD is not, and and Wikipedia are not going to fill in some of those areas. They usually go from zero to 100. It does. (laughs) It's either, you're okay. You have cancer. So, yeah, (laughs) you have cancer. See a doctor now, you die in five minutes. You know, (laughs) it goes from drink water to jump in the car right now or kind of call 911. Exactly. You're going to die. You're in death's door. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But understanding that empathy offers validation. Mm. It offers that that support that some people need, that emotional support more than solutions actually offer. And I understand that when we are, a lot of us, when we're offering that unsolicited advice, we see this as support, but pull back a little bit and acknowledge this person's feelings before considering offering advice. Right. So we're going to offer empathy, then ask for permission. Yes. Do you want to know what I think about this? Do you want my advice? What do you want from me right now? Right. And you might find at least for me personally, I found that the individual is more appreciative mm-hmm. of my empathy and yeah. just listening. Yeah, it just it feels so validating um, when people forego that piece. And right. it's just like, man, that that really does suck. Yeah, that that is that there is a level of connection that you make with people through empathy that cannot be offered sometimes through advice or suggestions. Mm -hmm. For sure. Wait for a cue. That is my next tip. (laughs) I always jump ahead because y'all, I I get so excited with everything I have to give you. Wait for that cue. Remember when I said, if you listen closely, sometimes people drop you hints. Either they will leave subtle hints like, you know, I just don't know what to do at this point. Right. Or explicitly say, what would you do? Or how do you feel about? And then guess what? That's your cue. Go for it. Right. Well, (laughs) I want to interject, still offer that empathetic piece. Even when someone is asking me for advice, I will often still pair that with empathy first. Right. Then advice. Until then, refrain from assuming that they want your input. Mm -hmm. Now, I want you to do this while actively listening. Don't be chomping at the bit like, 
Like you about to, you, I, I, some of y'all out there, if if y'all grew up like I did and you played double dutch, or like you, would, you know, you'd be out on the playground jumping rope and you about to jump in. You're ready. You just, you got that move where yeah. you're like, you know the move, y'all. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Those of y'all who did double dutch, y'all know the move. Waiting I'm, for that perfect rhythm. Yep, exactly. You got that <laughs> rhythm and you're waiting. You might be missing moments to be empathetic. Mm-hmm. So again, actively listen, wait for that cue, empathy, then advice. Next, be mindful in timing. And I'm going to tell you why this is important. But first, just consider the context and the timing of your advice. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to share something very personal with y'all. Don and I experienced a miscarriage after our first daughter. Mm. And while I appreciate the support of all the loved ones who poured in, what I didn't want to hear is these things happen for a reason. Stop saying that to people who experience anything. Stop it. Some moments are just not appropriate for advice. Yeah. They just are not. I would almost venture to say loss is never. (laughs) It's never appropriate. It's never. (laughs) During loss. There is no. No. what you can offer is how can I support you? Right. And even if the person just says, like, right now, I just want to be alone, give them that space. Right. And when they want that support or when they need you, reach out. If I have people in my life who are experiencing grief and loss and they tell me, you know, right now, I just need space to be alone, to process. I give them that space. They are very sensitive situations where you just need to zip it and just. Right. Just be an observer. Yeah. And and a supporter in the way that this person needs you the most. Next, share your personal experiences carefully. And I give this to you as a person who overshares constantly. (laughs) 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 And it is so easy again to be in a OMG, oh my gosh, me too, me too, me too. (laughs) So (laughs) in sharing your experience, do it delicately. And make sure that it actually aligns with what you're talking about. Stay right. on topic. Right. Rather than imposing uh, like a solution where one need not be. Mm-hmm. Next, offer help instead of advice. So there's difference in help and advice. And I think people use this interchangeably. Yes. And it's very inaccurate. Well, I was trying to help you. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I was only trying to help. (laughs) Understand that there is a huge difference, okay? Instead of giving advice outright, my favorite question, how can I support you? How can I support you? And it's like, so there's a little gray area when someone is like pouring everything out to you, right? And maybe you're one of those people that's waiting for that cue you were talking about Mm -hmm. where they're like, what do you think? Mm -hmm. Or what are your thoughts? But sometimes they just might stop talking and there's some, there's like a pause. Yeah. And you're like, okay, this is my moment. But that's when you put in, how can I support you? How can I support you? And sometimes assistance, help is needed or more valuable in that moment than advice. Right. And this this is one of those moments where the difference between like, you, you know, where you're pairing that 
thoughts and prayers. There, there, there. Hopes and dreams. <laughs> with thoughts and prayers. What is there an action? Is there something I can do for you in this moment or even later right. that would help? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I have um, an example where I had a, a friend who's dealt with a lot of loss mm-hmm. um, in almost the last decade. Probably had someone in his family pass almost every year and sometimes multiple people. Mm-hmm. But this year alone, he's had two. Um, and it was really tough for him because he feels like he's always experiencing loss. And I think when someone experiences loss, a lot of us don't know what to say. Yeah, um, that's, that's tough. You know, sometimes you can relate, but you can't relate, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so for me, I felt like the best way I could support him was to let him know I'm here. Mm-hmm. And... I'm grateful that, and I gave him his space. You know, I wasn't calling him every day, making sure he was all right. And I gave him his space. Um, And it probably took maybe two months, but he finally reached out. But he reached out because I gave him that space and I said, I'm here. Yeah. And it was a, it was a, a weird time for him to call me, but I knew he was taking advantage of what I gave him. Yep. And I was there to answer that call. And if you don't have the bandwidth or if your cup is so full with your own things that you don't have the space in in your cup for somebody else's stuff, don't offer it right. to be kind. Right. Then what you're offering at that point, you need to offer just empathy. Mm-hmm. And, and you cannot offer things from yourself that you can't even give to yourself either. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, again, sometimes all you have to offer someone is just empathy and that is okay man these are just like some of the the basics that we've been talking about but there there's levels to these things you yes know? for sure and next respect boundaries i think this is something babe that we've recognized in ourselves as parents to adult children even though they both live with us mm-hmm. uh, and that's not a complaint just a little bit slightly <laughs> but what i'm saying is there are moments where he and i have had to step back and like wait they didn't even ask us. Mm-hmm. And as much as parents to adult children, as much as we don't want to watch our adult children walk down or make the same mistakes that we did and mm-hmm. want to prevent them from making that, we had to do it. Yeah. We had to make those mistakes. Our yeah. parents warned us of the same exact things. I feel like this is just repeat. It's a, Yeah, it's a cycle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we see it coming. We see all the red flags as and. As long as your child is not in danger of being harmed physically um, and emotionally, they're going to have to make mistakes and you're going to have to sit back. You're going to have to grin, not grin, because I don't do a lot of grinning sometimes when. when Oh, Lord. No. (laughs) We just got to bear it. Just got to bear it. Yeah. Just got to bear it. Because uh, the truth is that every generation thinks they have all the answers. Yep. Every time. And with that respect, it's just respecting personal boundaries and respect if a person chooses not to, to discuss a subject with you. Right. Everything is not up for, for a discussion and every person doesn't want advice. I mean, if it's just a vent, sometimes we just want the ear of a parent mm, or, yeah. or a loved one, yeah. you know, like, hey, this is really hard. You know, I think as we have... You and I have grown as parents. Um, you and I have relied, especially on your parents, to, mm-hmm. you know, like, hey, this has come up in our parenting and not to seek advice, but like, this is hard. And we'd really appreciate if you just listen to what this is. And your parents have done a great job at yeah. like, just listening, like, yep. Yeah. And I think so they've, they've learned to, you know, to, to, to keep space. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and to let us handle most things, let me handle most things. And they know now, They like I said, they know now if I need help, I will absolutely reach out. Yep. We sure will. Trust me. Next, you want to use open-ended questions. Open-ended questions actually encourages a person actually to view their situation from different angles and then inform themselves. The best thing you could ever give someone is to empower them to do it themselves. When you do it for them, you're essentially saying, you can't do that. Let me do it for you. So again, this is sometimes there are situations that don't require advice, but more so require um, you to ask further. Yeah. This also enlists that active listening piece. As you're listening, you're going to be like, huh, as much as you want good at advice, flip that into a question you can ask them. Right, right. Be curious. That's be something curious. that you've, you've taught me recently. Yeah. yeah. Lastly, reflect on your intentions. This will always be an important part of engaging and connecting with others is reflecting on your intentions for your advice Mm -hmm. Uh, before providing advice what's your motive is this ego or do you honestly believe this can be helpful to this person Mm. is this a moment for you to say oh my goodness this happened to me and this is what happened and what have you but like what have you really offered Right. This person. Right. Right. (laughs) Right. Other than another situation, neither one of y'all got the answer to. Nobody got the answer to it, (laughs) you know? So is it genuinely helpful or is it more satisfying for your need to give advice? Some people are fulfilled by being the person who has all of the answers. Yes. And that is selfish. It is selfish. And I want you to recognize that while you think you have all the answers, my friend, you do not have all the answers. Right. Just remember that your facts mm-hmm. may not always be facts. Right. What have your opinions offered? And you don't know everything. Yeah. <laughs> you may know a lot. You may know a lot, but you don't know everything. Also, your beliefs may not ag- exactly align with another person's beliefs. Weigh your, your, your intent of being right over actually helping someone. If you want to help someone, you're going to withdraw. I told you so. Right, right. Because that ain't helpful. Right. And it's not what they do with it is not up to you. It's not. So when you, if, if, if they do ask for your support or they do want your advice, then you give it to them. Uh, um, you give it to them with no expectation Exactly. That they're going to follow through with exactly what you say is the right way. Exactly. Every time. All right, y'all, let's close this out. I'm hoping that by incorporating some of these strategies or even reflecting on some of these things and some of your interactions, that you are able to navigate your conversations without interjecting (laughs) your own personal brand of advice if it is unwarranted and that you learn to respect others' autonomy and their boundaries. That's a $10 million word for y'all. Just respect their right to do whatever it is that they want to do. Right. And their boundaries while still offering support whether when it's wanted and needed. Today's quote is, what we don't need in the midst of struggle is shame for being human. And that's from Brene Brown. All right, family. You are worthy, you are valued, and you are loved. Peace. Peace.